This is the Morning Sports Desk for Monday, March 27th. Well, Corey, uh, safe to say it's not going well for uh, my bracket. Oh, yeah, I don't even... Should we should we pull that thing up and take a peek? Uh, yeah, you know, if we want to, uh, it's... We don't need to... We don't need to to delve too much into my uh, into my mistakes. But can I get? Can I tell you something? Yeah, I think it was Friday night. Uh huh. Friday, which meant there were still games Saturday and Sunday. Uh huh. Okay. On Friday night, I looked at my bracket and I was done scoring points. Oh. It told me five hundred and fifty points with a max total of five hundred and fifty points. I had maxed out my bracket. Can I tell you something else, CJ? Sure. In all of ESPN right now, my bracket is still in the top ninety percent. So that's how bad it's going for everyone. It's bad. This year has been horrible. I mean, raise your hand if you had Miami, Florida, Atlantic, Yukon, and who is the other school? Uh Creighton? No. Nope. Or uh Nope. Um, nope. Who did who who did nope. Creighton lose to? Nope. Uh, uh, San Diego State. Yeah. Miami. Yeah, is. is that it? Is that was that the it one? It was San we were Diego. Missing? San Diego State. Miami. Um, Kawhi Leonard from San Diego State. Yes. Aztecs stand up. Uh, yeah. So brackets aren't going well. I had Texas as my champion, and of course they lost. So there goes any chance for me to score points. Every single bracket challenge I've done, I am dead last in. Is that right? Every single one. Every single one. <laughs> it's been a bad year. I am I am tied currently for sixth place, which is incredible in the Superstation Madness bracket mm-hmm. because I shouldn't be. I was done scoring on Friday. It, this is essentially over. The bracket is essentially over. The it's Superstation Jover. Madness. Uh, UConn do it is the number one team with 650 points, a max of 1130. For obvious reasons. Because they have UConn. The, I mean, Corey, it happens once every 10 years. Is this the year UConn just goes on the miracle run to win a national I mean, championship? It's not even real. They're a two seed. So it's not like it's a miracle. Yeah, but UConn, they have one year every decade where they just come out of nowhere and win a national title. I do like UConn. I always liked them. You know why? Why? Khalid Alamine. Yeah, yeah, man. I was uh, I was uh, a very young, impressionable basketball fan when Khalid Alamine was playing for Minneapolis North. By the way, the first time I ever uh, probably ran across former workers of this building was when uh, Khalid Alamine and Minneapolis North played Staples Motley at the St. Paul Civic Center. Yeah, I was there. I was there for those games. I loved Khalid Alamine, and uh, and in turn. Rooted for UConn. Not like hard, but just, you know, I wanted him to do well. Yeah. Hashtag one of us, you know what I mean? One of us. Corey, it's a Monday morning. Uh, you think it's uh, you think it's time? Vibe check. Vibes? You know about vibes? Vibe check. Vibe, 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 vibe check. Put out the vibe. So, Corey, what do you want to put the vibe out on first? Well, let's start here. Carl Anthony Towns hit a clutch shot that sent the Timberwolves past the Golden State Warriors. Uh, His shot made it 98-96. The Timberwolves go on to win 99-96. An important one. It's three straight games now for the Timberwolves, CJ. They're in Mm -hmm. seventh place in the Western Conference. Now just a half game behind 
Golden State. They have a big one tonight at Sacramento. Let's vibe check the Wolves. Let's vibe check. And here, by the way, is that uh, game-winning play you were talking about, Corey. There's no reason to be inside the arc. DiVincenzo, Curry, lost it, puts it up, missed it, Wolves win! Well, that was the final play of the game, but here is, uh, here's that play. Curry, outside to Green, oh, the tap away and steal! Anderson to Towns for three, catch! By the way, Michael Grady for Bally Sports is a good play-by-play announcer. Oh, yeah, of course. He's he's really impressed me in his first first season. as the, It was just a tough fire of the other guy who everybody really liked. But, yeah, this guy's good. Yeah, this guy's good. Well earned it. Carl uh, Anthony Towns, man, he's been back for two games, and he's had go-ahead free throws and a go-ahead three-pointer. But Kyle Anderson uh, is a uh, – I love slow-mo. He's been so good. Uh, Chris Finch said after the game, in a lot of ways, uh, slow mo has been their best, has been their most important player this season. I would agree with that, and I don't think there's many people who will disagree with that. Uh, by the way, Anthony Edwards came back into the fold last night as well. So Corey, what's your vibe on the Timberwolves right now? They're rolling. It seems like at the exact right time, you get Carl back. The interesting thing was, could the Timberwolves, um figure out what it meant to have Carl back in the rotation, right? You're mm-hmm. running a couple of bigs now again. It did not start very well. Nope. I don't know if you remember that. It was not a good mix at all. And it seems like there's a decent little flow to having having those guys out there. And you had your full you were like basically full strength. Uh-huh. With Golden State. Now Golden State's weird but they're still better than the Timberwolves record-wise this season. Mm-hmm. So that was that was really important. I would say uh give me whatever's the best one. You 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 are all you're all in. It's the vibe I love. Loving the vibes. I don't know teams. if I'm all in, but I love it right now. This is good, right? Yeah, the vibes are good. They've won 3 in a row and by the way, they could be like the Mavericks, the Dallas Mavericks have lost to the Charlotte Hornets in back-to-back games. They're now 3-7 and seven in their last 10 games and are at, like, the 11th spot. They're on the outside looking into the playoff picture. Uh, if you're a team like the Timberwolves, you've won three in a row, like you said, are in very good position to pounce on some of these uh, uh, games right now. If we look at the, the Wolves' schedule, and we talked about this, Corey, last week of, like, what can the Wolves do in these final handful of games that they have this season? And we talked about them splitting this back-to-back in California. And so far, they're going to split because they beat the Warriors. So they're playing with house money tonight against the Kings. They then go to Phoenix on Wednesday night to play the Suns. And then it gets a little easier. You have the Lakers and the Trailblazers both at home. And then you play the Nets in Brooklyn, play the Spurs in San Antonio, and then finish the season on Masters Sunday at 2.30 against the Pelicans. In the Western Conference standings, it's they're at the seven spot right now. If the season ended today, they would play the Thunder in the play-in game, which they've been a tough matchup for the Wolves. But the point is, like you said, Corey, the, they started out rusty in that game against Golden State. Cat and Ant were not feeling it right away, but the Wolves made just enough plays to hang in there, and they got a big defense cashing in off a really 
bad turnover by Draymond Green. And Carl Anthony Towns pulls up from three and puts it in. Uh, I, I mean, let's just roll with it. It's the vibe I love. We spent a lot of time trashing the Wolves this season. Why don't we give them some praise, huh? Yeah, it's, I, I'm not uh, so stubborn that I can't acknowledge when things are working out okay for them. Let's, let's go for it. That'd be a ridiculous thing to do. All right, you ready to do this again? Let's do it. Vibes? You know about vibes? Vibe check. Vibe, vibe, vibe check. All right. Vibe. This one we can kind of cruise through a little bit because we're not quite to the beginning of the regular season, but the Twins have put some finishing touches on their starting rotation. Bailey Ober, Sayonara, he goes to AAA St. Paul. Kenta Maeda is in the uh, Twins rotation as the fifth starter. It's all Ober. Uh, the Twins beat the Red Sox yesterday. They host the Pirates today. At least as far as a broadcast goes, it's their final spring training game. Maybe they have one more, it sounds like. Um, that might be more of like a weird split squad sort of Yeah, sort it's of basically deal. done. The regular season begins on Thursday. They go to Kansas City. What's the vibe check on the Minnesota Twins? So here, Corey, it's not official, but this looks to be the Twins opening day roster. So they've confirmed the starting rotation. It's Pablo Lopez, the opening day starter. Yep. Sonny Gray, Joe Ryan, Tyler Malley, and Kenta Maeda in that order. Yep. For your bullpen, you'll have Jorge Lopez, Yoan Duran, Griffin Jacks, Caleb Thielbar, Emilio Pagan, Jorge Alcala, Cole Sands, and Giovanni Moran. Catcher, you'll have a Christian Vasquez and Ryan Jeffers in that order. The infield will feature a combination of Nick Gordon, Carlos Correa, Jose Miranda, Donovan Solano, and Kyle Farmer. The outfield will have Joey Gallo, Max Kepler, Byron Buxton, Michael A. Taylor, Trevor Larnick, and... The surprise addition to the 26-man roster, a non-roster invitee who looks to have made the team, again, not confirmed, but it looks like Willie Castro is going to make the team out of spring training. Willie or won't he? Willie. I don't know who that is. Will, uh, he played for the Tigers the last couple of years. He's like 26 years old. Just uh, He can play every position on the field as a switch hitter, so I can see why the Twins like that versatility. He had a nice little spring, so he's not going to set the world on fire, but he'll be a platoon outfielder. Him, him making the roster as opposed to who is the surprise? Uh, basically, that he made the roster is a surprise. Because he's it the twenty sixth like man. He's basically, the tw- yeah, that's he's what the, you're telling me. He's the twenty sixth man. He was the guy to not uh, lose himself the job. Of course, Jorge Polanco and Alex Kirilov being injured to start the season is what opened up that spot. Uh, so these are the twins. This looks to be the opening day roster for the Twins. And again, you can make it too big of a deal out of the opening day roster, but uh, this looks to be the group the Twins are rolling with in Kansas City. On Thursday, it's going to be Pablo Lopez versus Zach Grinke uh, at Kauffman Stadium. So, Corey, uh, there's an excitement about this Twins team. And, I mean, just I've noticed it through just the twin, just the Twins fan base in general. Ever since Carlos Correa came back, there has been just a general buzz of enthusiasm about this team. It started in mid-January and is carried now over two months as we get into late March. So I'm I'm a homer, but here we go. It's the vibe I love. Vibes are good. I feel. How do I feel about the Twins? I'm excited for the Twins because I love the Twins and I'm ready for spring. My wife and I looked at each other this weekend and just said, I could just use 
like a cool breeze by the lake and a nice cold beverage. Mm-hmm. Like that's where I'm at. I'm ready. I'm ready for that sort of thing. I'm ready for what baseball brings into my life outside of just the game of baseball. Okay? I'm ready for all of those things. I think this team has some not they have some unanswered questions. For sure. That we will only know the answer to when the season is over. Um and hopefully, you know, if it's a negative answer, hopefully we don't know by July. That would be sad. <laughs> but we'll know more we'll just know more. There's a lot of unanswered uh things that we have about about this team. This was not a did they make the playoffs last year, CJ? No, they did not. They fell apart. They were actually in first place at the beginning of September and lost the division by about nine games and ended up in third place. And what about this roster is different? What about this roster is different is there is more depth, uh, specifically in the pitching staff, yes. and a little bit more added depth with the overall But did the top-end talent of that depth get any better? The top-end talent did not, but there was yes. no question that the top-end talent wasn't the so, issue last year. So that would be my that would be my like general concern. Um, the general concern is always health. I'm uh, as what it was last year. Uh, my, I'm I don't know. I'm excited. Like I'm I'm willing to put that aside always at the beginning of every season, mm-hmm. just because I'm excited and and there's no reason why this team can't do good things. Yeah. I just don't know that they can't do bad things. That's also true. We don't. We, there's a high ceiling for this team, but we also don't know what the floor is because guys like Tra- the Twins are banking on Miranda Larnick when he comes back, Kirilov, some of these guys to take big steps up in their development, and we'll see if they do that. Because if they don't, it seriously hampers the ability of this team. If Miranda and Larnick and Kirilov all play up to their potential. This is a team that can win over 90 games. Before I give you my final, uh, what the vibe, I let's mark this away. Let's put this down for tomorrow. Let's do a three things for the Twins. Okay. Come up with the three things that we think the Twins need to have go their way for the Twins to have a, a, the season that we want them to have. Sure. All right, put that down for tomorrow. Um, and if we don't do it tomorrow, listeners, it's CJ's fault because he Aww. forgot. Uh, I'm in. I'm I'm in on the twins. I like the uniforms. I like the hats. I like I like. I'm a sucker for that kind of stuff, and I'm a sucker for the beginning of every season. Anyway, it's the vibe I love. Why not us? Why not now? Why not us? Why not now? Opening day in baseball, one of the more underrated sports events of the year. There's the always next year begins on Thursday. <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah. Let's. Go! Let's do this thing. Corey's all in on those Minnesota Twins. Um, we could do a vibe check on the on the Wild and the Gophers, uh, Gopher men's hockey, but they're both just doing the things that they're supposed to do. Gopher men's hockey, by the way, I think is awesome. It's the I mean, vibe I love. Obviously, they're in the Final Four. Yeah. And have been one of the best teams in the country all year. I do want to point one thing out, though, and it's just a, a local thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you watched the uh, Boys State Basketball Tournament, any I of did. that this weekend. Yes. But uh, do want to send a special congratulations out to uh, Sabika's Macy Lake. Uh-huh. Macy was uh, uh, named the AAA champion. State wow. champion. 
which is an unbelievable line. It was kind of funny where, you know, they always show those kids on, on TV and they're going through it. And I was like, huh, I thought Macy was supposed to be out there, right? Because right. I had heard they that she was. skipped a couple sections. I was like, what's going, going on? And I, I wasn't like paying. I was just waiting to like see her on TV, you know? Mm-hmm. And they got through all the single A. I'm like, I didn't see Macy. Did I miss something? And they went into the double A and then boom, champion, Macy Lake, Sabika. Way to go, Macy. That's super awesome. Uh, The vibes are right. You know what I mean? The the vibes are 100% right. This has been the Morning Sports Desk for Monday, March 27th.